Thanks to our Patreon supporters, Claire G, Jacqueline M, Matt J, Nathan E, Paul and Sandy J, and Big Time Jim. It's the start of the new year, and it'd be a great time for you to be a new Patreon supporter. To do that, go to patreon.com slash whatweremember, make an account with your email address, and pledge a monthly amount to give to us using your credit or debit card or your PayPal. Get your name read at the beginning of every episode and get some extra content you can't get on our normal feed. It's much appreciated, and Happy New Year. Thanks. Oh, we just heard saw lightning. Scary. It is. To bet, see, we should have done our Halloween movie tonight during mm. the thunderstorm. Well, it's extra good. spooky. This is a spooky movie. It is a spooky movie. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> On a dark and stormy night. A dark and stormy evening. <laughs> Two men sit alone in a room. And it's not weird. <laughs> can two men sit alone in a room that seems i guess you can so is that a new movie two men sit alone in a room it's Pe- like it's confusing because we're not alone no how many people in a room can be alone together is that's my true question. that's a good question can there five five people alone in a room maybe what i'm not alone like, brad but i'm lonely <laughs> maybe if you'd show a little interest are you so lonely you could die <laughs> My name is Bradley Jones. And I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to remember what happened in a movie that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This is what we remember about Blade. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we killed. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. I'm so pumped for <laughs> all the soundtrack to this movie. This whole movie is like... That's the name of the game. <laughs> it's incredible. It's so... And it like... This movie's gonna be nuts. I'm so I barely remember it, but I I know it's gonna be the amazing. opening is freaking nuts. So it opens with like the pregnant lady, like Blades is it Blades' mom? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, yeah. She gets attacked by vampires. Yeah, it's like a flashback sort of weird cut intercut thing happening. Oh okay. Where she's like gets attacked and she's like giving because she gets bit by a vampire while she's pregnant. Yes. And she has the baby blade. Yep. And it's part human, part vampire. Yeah. Because she didn't quite fully turn, but at the time. Yeah. And she, does she, she dies giving birth? You think that? Yes. I know she comes back. She does come back. Big spoiler, you know. Yeah. Spoilers right out the gate mm-hmm. on this one. And it's very confusing because she's like the same age as Wesley Snipes, and you're like, the Oedipus complex oh, yeah, now it's getting weird. A little out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So it d- does that, yeah. and I think we cut to this. This movie goes straight into club fight. <laughs> like you have the baby blade, and mm-hmm. then it just jumps forward, and it's like a bunch of vampires. Well, there's a tweaker dude who's hanging out with a super sexy vampire lady. Yes, and he gets like dragged into a club with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is where we get amazing, crazy techno beat. Tons of leather everywhere. Lots of strobe light. Yep, dark strobe lights all over the place. Mm-hmm. 
and the heavy methodical beat and then suddenly everyone like the, the beat starts to go and everyone starts reaching for the ceiling mm-hmm. and then just blood spurts out of the sprinklers in there oh yeah and there's just blood everywhere and they're just yeah like that's a party <laughs> the vampires are full-on vamping this one human guy is freaking the f out <laughs> he's like i'm not so i don't think i was supposed to be <laughs> I here took a rug turn i somewhere. was supposed to go to the other club <laughs> the across one, the street the without one. the blood sprinklers <laughs> i want to go back to the regular sprinkler cup please <laughs> Oh, man. But then also, uh, Blade shows up. Yeah. And all the vampires know it's him and start, like, backing away and getting freaked out by Blade. Does he, like, just straight up open with one of his great one-liners? Like, the comic book character one-liners? Probably. What do you think that is? Oh, man. It's it's just gonna be... <laughs> it's gonna be something ridiculous. <laughs> this whole movie, I... I... Like, you know, everything in real life aside, Wesley Snipes does such a good job of portraying a comic book character. Yeah, he's so stoic. This and whole sweet. movie he's got he's, glasses, leather. He nails all the poses. They 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 look ridiculous in real life, but they're like straight up what you would see on a comic book page. And he just does them so well. They're all so good. And he can actually do martial arts, which even makes oh, it yeah. better. Yeah. Because when you see him fighting, that's him doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got to open with something just like, uh, oh, it's got to be something cheesy, but yeah. amazing. I can't even think. I can't even pretend to make something <laughs> up that would be as good. Fang up the phone. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I could get right now. I don't know why, but that's, that's all I could have. Listen up, you blood suckers. I don't know. But he's yeah. got a sweet sword. Oh, yeah. That only works for him. Yep. I assume it's made of, like, silver. Oh, yeah. Gotta be. Mm-hmm. Vampires hate silver. And Everything. he's wearing his sunglasses in the dark Stroby Club. You have to. You gotta. When you're Blade. You yeah. gotta. You gotta look cool. I can't remember if it's in Blade or Blade 2 where he has the amazing reverse. It's like a reverse shot where he, like, clearly took sunglasses off, but so, like, but they could reverse it and he could smoothly put them on without poking himself mm. in the eye. But it's like he starts with his hand just, like, way over his head and slowly moves on and just, like, smooth as silk, puts sunglasses on his face. I think it's later in this film he does it. Oh, man. I'm so excited. At this moment, it might be, it might be the second one because he pretty, like, catches, like, CG glasses. That might be it. So the one human guy starts like back away from the vampires and he he backs up into Blade. Yeah. Yeah, he's like at Blade's feet. Yep. And then Blade just starts cutting oh man up vamps. The dance floor. Oh. And they just <laughs> he can, I'm sure he can dance very well too. <laughs> but those vampires explode. Oh yeah. When they get cut. They're just Oh, it's just it burst it's out everywhere. into blood. Yep. It's the worst thing ever. And they already had the sprinkler blood, so it's a mm-hmm. lot of blood. And they're just like regular vampire dudes, nothing special. He just wastes a bunch of them. Yep. And then like some super security vampire guys in like outfits, like military looking outfits, come in to fight Blade. Yeah, like the and vampire SWAT finally... team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Show up. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, start to actually give Blade a little bit more than he can handle. Yeah. And there's some more. BA fighting. Yep. For some reason, he like gets into a pool or something, like okay. a, a lower area. Yeah. And starts fighting and he gets up around it and he has this sweet shuriken that you, you, it's like a, a single shot on him and he throws it to his right and the camera pans with it. Oh. It's just destroying vampires oh around him. And he just catches it at the very end. <laughs> of course he does. 
Oh, man. <laughs> and there's so many scenes. I'm probably going to ask a number of times if this is mm-hmm. Blade or Blade 2 because they're, they're both good. And you love but you love them both. I love them both. Blade 2, I think, is a little bit better. But it, this is amazing. Where, like, he's fighting in, like, ankle-deep water. So he gets to do all these awesome, like, every time he does a kick, the crazy water goes with him. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, it's all so comic book and I love it. There's always a level to it. Yeah. When people think about, like, the comic book renaissance, I think Blade gets forgotten. It does. This was the one. Yep. We tried with Spawn. That faltered. And then we mm-hmm. picked it back up and made blade yeah blade yeah blade i don't know why it, it gets sort of it, it was lost to time almost like maybe it's just because the west snipes imploded time. later and so everyone kind of just was like oh, maybe we won't watch those but there are shots oh. in blade that are in the matrix and blade came out before the matrix yeah there's <laughs> bullet time dodging let's play one 98 i think yeah you one year right before yeah oh my god Beat it to the punch this, yeah, this is like between this and the Matrix, it's so funny because they are very similar. Just in, at least even just costumes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of trench coats and leather. I think one of the vampires gets injured or something like that because Blade ends up having to follow him back to a hospital. He well, one of them bites a lady. He puts a tracker on him, maybe. Maybe because one like bites a lady and then he's like, I'm going to save the lady. And because he takes her like this is how they sort of introduce Blade afterwards is he takes the lady back to his lair with mm-hmm. the, with his weapons dude and then he gets well, that's, all that's the, the exposition. nurse that's the nurse at the hospital okay okay so yeah so he goes there first to like interrogate another va- like a vampire who mm-hmm. gets taken to the morgue he's in the like, he's in the hospital for some reason okay trying to get information from another vampire and I think that girl maybe does get yeah or not i'm pretty sure she does she does down the road i don't know if it's right here okay but blade uh fights with this guy for a little bit Mm -hmm. and he kills him i think i know there's a sweet moment where he jumps over across a roof (laughs) and the lady nurse is like what just happened (laughs) what 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 (laughs) (laughs) like well wait a minute because blade is also kind of like Batmanish, and then he's a detecting. He's like on a case, really. Yeah. To like find out where like the main vampires are, mm-hmm. and he's looking for maybe not Deacon Frost at the at the beginning, who is the main villain of this movie, Stephen Dorff <laughs> on golf. <laughs> <laughs> and um, for yeah, you can jump to a maybe not too far because he ends up tracking another one of. The vampire's assistants. Like, there's this group okay. of humans that are sort of like initiates into the vampire cult. Okay. Like, if they do enough jobs or take care of stuff during the day. They're like vampire interns? Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they'll get turned into a vampire. Gotcha. And they have something, like, under their lip. They, like, pull their lip down and it has, like, a mark showing that they're, you know, part of the cool vampire yeah. crowd. Part of the cool guy, the Black Panther Club. Because mm-hmm. they do that in Black Panther, too. Right. There's also an evil, like group of vampires that have like control over everything vampire yeah it's the evil vampire the old cabal. timey guys yeah. yeah they're like thousands of year old vampires that kind of ru- rule everything mm-hmm. the elder council of vampires. yes but steven dorf is part of that and he's like nah dog millennial life yeah <laughs> my way is the better way you guys are old a bunch of old farts don't farts don't get it you guys don't know computers and stuff <laughs> i'm out of here i'm pretty sure there's a moment where he's just shirtless smoking a cigarette in front of a computer and he's just like <laughs> looking like all strung out like vampires it's like okay well it's very millennial there that is <laughs> oh man chris so, christopherson though oh he does chris oh man chris can't stopperson <laughs> Can't stop her sin, won't stop her sin. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is uh, Blade's mentor character. 
Is it the mentor or he's the he's not the weapons guy, he's the mentor guy? Or is it a little the bit same of everything. Character? A little okay. bit of everything. It's one guy. Okay. I believe his name is Whistler. Yeah, that sounds good. I believe that. I believe that right now. Something like that. If Andy was here, he'd be yelling about how that's. Well, he hasn't seen this movie. That's why he isn't. He'd still disagree. (laughs) He's also cooking chicken wings and pasta. Apparently, he's very hungry (laughs) all the time. For such a little guy, he sure does eat a lot of things. Very time. Maybe that's the trick. You you make a lot of food that takes time to cook. Yeah. That way you can like never eat it. Yes. Because it's like five hours later, I mean... You're just perpetually cooking. Yeah. That way you never eat. That way you stay thin. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the trick. That's how he does it. <laughs> so Blade reveals that he takes a serum mm-hmm. to basically not be a vampire, but he gets to retain all the good vampires. <laughs> yeah, right? He's like, <laughs> he I'm... all the good stuff. He gets the best of being a vampire, and he can still hang on sunlight even though he doesn't. I even think that Lady is working on some sort of serum or something like that mm. that helps would help cure blade okay because she has like she sees the blood of the like the victim that comes in and is like that ain't right oh that's what it is something wrong with the serum i think the serum just lets him not have to drink blood Mm -hmm. like he gets rid of his craving for blood and she's working on a cure so that he won't ever have to do it again because he has to like keep taking it Mm -hmm. which is just gross i mean that's a nuisance yeah and uh, you don't want to be drinking you don't know where that blood's been you know yeah, who knows? Pass. Well, get Hep C or something. Well, in True Blood, they answer that question by just having blood in bottles that you can get in the grocery store. That yeah. seems like the way to do it. You know, you know, like the the FDA just handles that. They're yeah. like, this is good certified grade A blood. Yeah, it's good stuff. I've only seen one episode of True Blood. Okay, and it involved a SWAT team attacking a <laughs> plantation house in the South or something. All right, and I was That's like, about right. And I was like, who are these dudes on this SWAT team? Because they were just getting their butts kicked. But more of them just kept showing up. And eventually, like the leader of the SWAT team, like calls a truce with the vampire that was there, and they agree to like leave. And I'm like. You just lost like 30 guys. <laughs> You're just go. Who's signing up for this team? I don't know. This seems like a bad job. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> so Blade is working with this lady who you we think is a va- turning into a vampire. She yeah, got she bit. got bit. So she has like 48 hours or something like that. Okay. She's got like a time limit where right. she's going to turn into a vampire. And that's, but- maybe that's kind of why she wants to serum so bad part of it she's too, like i yeah. want to be a vampire it's a whole new world to her and it's yeah blown up <laughs> she got to learn about a lot of stuff real quick blade has like a secret hideout mm. in some sort of sweet warehouse yeah where everything is just like gridded steel shelves a lot of catwalks <laughs> a lot of catwalks yeah <laughs> somehow it's like off the grid and he can just hang out there do blade stuff with all his awesome blade. weapons yeah he has a car in the second one. I don't yep. know if he gets like a sweet one in this one. I don't know one. if he has one in this. doesn't seem like he would. No, nah, that sounds like a Blade 2 thing. So he's trying to figure out where the evil ultimate cult is. I, right. think. I think that's his goal in the film. Mm-hmm. He wants to wipe them all out. Mm-hmm. And then the B story is Stephen Dorff trying to usurp the old god vampires. And essentially, he's trying to resurrect, resurrect what he calls the blood god. Yeah, I always, which is like the ultimate vampire, I guess. Whenever I talk about this movie to someone, I always describe it as as like a cool version of Underworld. <laughs> and I, I feel bad because I know a lot of people like the Underworld series. It's a little slow, it, but yeah, but at like the same time, like it's basically that. But then they added Blade, and that just turned everything up to eleven. Yeah. Like I have a hard time. I would have a hard time ever choosing Underworld over Blade because I think Blade does use guns. 
And that's like mm-hmm. a, what an Underworld's thing is. Yeah, they have like the ultraviolet bullets. Right. But Blade is, like that. is Blade. He's Blade, got a Blade. He, his name is literally Blade. <laughs> like he has to use his awesome Blade to cut him up. There's a moment where the lady uh, nurse touches the Blade and then it goes through the unlocking process of the sword. It, like It's like verifying that it's Blade. Yeah. And it doesn't get it. So like things shoot out of the Blade. Ooh. Like spikes fly out of it. Which plays into <laughs> a, a big moment later when the main villain tries to use the Blade. Very dread. Because I think this right. everything is coded in dread. for dread. Yeah, blows up the dude's hand. He's got it figured out. Now I'm gonna watch both those movies. I'm gonna watch Blade and then immediately follow it with <laughs> Dread, and then follow that up with Blade Two. It's gonna be a whole day, <laughs> and then skip Blade Three entirely. And I'm gonna be so exhausted by the end of it, but at the same time, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna find you in your uh, in your chair, just like that weird creepy thing that Blade finds here in a little bit. <laughs> yes. Do you remember this part of the film? I- think so so blade is on the case he knows where to go Mm -hmm. i forget who he has to see he's got a name okay he goes to a club because there's just clubs everywhere in the blade universe. of course because yeah well how else are you gonna have such an awesome rock and soundtrack vampires love nightclubs it's their big thing he goes into the back of the club and finds this ugly (laughs) vampire thing that's like stuck in a chair oh my god and it's just like it's got like things sticking into it and out of it and blade has this ultraviolet flashlight that he keeps shining on him like try to get information yep and it's just it's just so weird. We're going to play a little game of 20 questions. Depending on how you answer, you may walk out of here with a tan. What's that? Oh, that, oh it's nothing. It's routine research. <laughs> Actually, it's a video game. <laughs> that must hurt. This is the scene where you can immediately see why Guillermo del Toro was like, yeah, I'll do Blade 2. Because <laughs> he, he saw all this was just oh, like... I can do something like that? I could do this, but more? Yes, please. Uh, oh, my gosh. Because, yeah, this scene is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a really long, creepy scene. I like Blade because he seems like he always has a plan or he's, like, ready for the worst-case scenario. He's never, yeah. like, caught off guard, you know? Yeah, he's one of those, like, hyper-competent protagonists mm-hmm. where you just... you enjoy the fact that he's so good at what he does it's kind of john wicky or like john wicky is <laughs> kind of yeah john wick style like where that's coming back into vogue now where you have that and like the michael mann oh movies yeah of that's those really guys. true um you're uh, saying keanu reeves should be blade in the next marvel movie yeah i mean saying. he already did constantine just do that but like with blade <laughs> So he does that. They escape from there because more security vampire guys come out of there. Yeah. But I think he has some information. Okay. Blade is starting to learn things. Also, Steven Dorff is moving the balances of power. Yeah. He even gets some vampires to, like, join his side. He ends up killing the head vampire guy. Yeah, he basically stages a coup. Yes. Who is somebody that's in a lot of movies. He's like kind of an older actor with silver fox hair. Hmm. He's got eyes that really creep you out. He might be vaguely European. He's got like Udo Kar Udo Kur Herzog. Udo Kur <laughs> is that a name that makes sense Kurt. to you? Uder Udar Udar Kur. I make it. I don't, <laughs> that, it does not a, ring about. Is that a Star Wars character? Not it probably. Actor. It sounds like it could be a Star Wars character. <laughs> but he kills that guy or a planet. And then he kind of uh, sets everything in motion. 
to bring out the blood god. Yeah. But he needs a sacrifice. Yes. He needs blades of blood, a.k.a. Daywalker blood. Yes. <laughs> so is, is the Daywalker thing... Daywalker. <laughs> well, it's, like, it's like the muggle yeah. of, of like the Blade <laughs> universe. Like That's the no-no Is word. it? Because I thought he was specifically, it was part of the whole, because he was like a baby when she was infected, he he's not affected by sunlight. That's just a thing he, for him. He can walk during the day. So, yeah, he can walk in the daylight. And all so the Van Vamps are jealous. He's the daywalk. Yeah, that's why they all hate him. It's not because he kills a lot of them. It's just because they're real jelly. Mm-hmm. And so they, like, lure him, sort of. Like, they, they like the, his, it's this three-dimensional chess kind of stuff where Blade's trying to track them down. At the same time, they're trying to get him there anyway. Mm-hmm. Or Dwarf is, yeah, yeah, trying to get him in. And so they... Like, are we almost, like, at the final showdown almost, I, I, We can kind of get there. Right before the final, final showdown, yeah. Steven Dorff tells Blade to meet him in a park, and Steven Dorff has this, like, sunscreen that, like, makes him able to go out in the sun for a little oh, while. Okay. And he has, like, a kid hostage. He just wants to talk to Blade, tell him what's what. And they just talk in the daylight, and it's this really weird, creepy scene about how they're going to kill each other but can't. Okay. They're, like, I was wondering if it was going to be, I, I don't remember this much, so I was wondering if it was going to be, like, the the guy was is telling Blade like, "Look, we're really on the same side. Yeah, join us. Yeah, we, yeah. we want to kill these old farts that we don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, we have common interests, Blade. We could be chill, Blade. <laughs> and Blade's like, uh, "My name is Blade. I'm killing all of you. I'm offering you a truce. I want you with us. What do you think? I'm stupid. Redane prota uchano. Says nu praga uprota umpano. You familiar with the blood god?" Frost, you're nothing to me but another dead vampire. You're an idiot, you know that. I came down here offering you an easy way out, and you spit it right back in my fucking face. Careful! What do I care? They're nothing but cattle, just like you said. And this is where the slow motion gun matrix shot is. He shoots a gun oh. at Steven Dorff and he just like shimmies out of the way. Yeah, because he's just super powerful. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't mind me. He's a very strong vampire. Yeah. And that ends up fizzling out. Yep. And then maybe that's the point. Maybe he was even trying to lure Blade out so they could go back and just wreck Blade's hideout up. Yeah. Because Whistler is all sorts of messed up. Yeah. It, it's, as far as this movie is concerned, he's dead. Right. He comes back in the second one. Yep. Resurrected through a tube. Okay, I was going to ask if they even yeah. explained it or if they He's like in a Starship Troopers up. tube in the second one. Gotcha. And he's just fine again. Yeah. But he's dead. He uh, maybe is going to be turning into a vampire. Maybe he just knows he's dead. But he asks Blade to do him a favor and just leave a gun with him. Yeah. And there's a really dramatic ass scene with Blade and this guy talking about their whole existence and their life. And then Blade gives him the gun. He walks away. We follow Blade tracking down a hallway. And then and we just hear, hear a the gunshot in the background. Yep. Classic. And Blade just like, he's hurt. Yeah. He's hurt, dog. Yeah. Everything is not coming up Blade today. No. <laughs> For, he's he's a soft he's a softer Blade now. Mm-hmm. You know? And then he um either knows how to get to where Steven Dorf is at that end area, or he gets captured. I don't remember at all. The ending is very fuzzy for me. Very fuzzy. But he falls down like a hole. Is he in like Russia 
or like some European country? Does he? That's at the very end, I guess. Yeah, I'm not the, sure. Where, is everything in like New York? Is that where Blade is? Yes, it, it's set in New York. There's a lot of talk when um, Spider-Man: Homecoming came out that there was a missed opportunity for like a crossover for it to reintroduce Blade, <laughs> bring that back, and like <laughs> just have him be in the background of a scene. It'd be yeah, sweet. they were saying like just have like Park, Peter Parker swing into an alley and then like like to save someone, and then turns out he's being like that someone's being attacked by vampires. Spider-Man's like, what the heck? And then Blade just shows up, kills him. <laughs> And he's just like, quit playing around, kid, and just leaves. <laughs> That'd be great. I was like, what a great idea. Even if you should just shoot it and put a deleted scene on the DVD, you know? Yeah. That would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Which also, this movie was at the height of the DVD boom, which oh, I think helped yeah. it a lot, too. That's true. This cover art of him, like he's kneeling down, and there's like a pentagram behind him or something. Oh, man. It's just this sweet blade cover, and you're just like, this movie is so rad. Yeah. It's yeah. Every, it's a feast <laughs> for all your senses when you're watching this. It's not true. It's for, it's a feast for like two senses, your, your eyes and your ears. <laughs> I got the one that you could taste, though. Oh, okay. I could lick mine. Yeah, yeah. The, the lickable cover. Yeah. You're like... <laughs> tastes like strawberry he like this has a little odd. scratch and sniff book that like turn the page at this, at, for this scene smell this that's mm-hmm. what blade smells going it's, into this it tunnel. also has like a texture you can like touch blades uh leather in there <laughs> you get that book and you just get a little bit of everything <laughs> i love that idea oh man what an experience this would be the movie to do it for yeah <laughs> maybe there's like a book and like it like tells you at, at this moment look at this page or touch this thing yeah or smell this to experience what it's like to have it's a like pop up video and like put like a bubble on the screen like <laughs> 4D movie It'd be great <laughs> oh my gosh I'm gonna do it for a movie that has a lot of food in it oh yeah a lot of scratch and sniffs in there uh, what's that what's that Julia Child movie uh, Julia and Julia yeah there you go <laughs> so let's wrap it up get yeah. to the ending yeah blade uh is somehow there yep and he's somehow like very weakened or he gets caught maybe he like gets there at like 100 percent, and then he just gets beaten up yeah i was gonna say there's a like he gets real bad he, he like he and has that a girl hard gets fight. captured mm-hmm. so that's kind of like his losing moment also his mom's there <laughs> his and mom's she, like you can do a little blade no my mom I, is a no, bad I know. guy i just like the way it was framed in my head for a minute i was like what just like watching like come she's, on. She's like this, on the sidelines yep. just cheering him on <laughs> she's got a big film yeah. blade <laughs> She's putting in the air. Little Blade number one mm-hmm. t-shirt and giant foam glasses. But no, yeah. And he thought up until this moment that she was dead. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden she's like, surprise. There's a bold claim I want to make that Ooh. I think maybe the whole time he was trying to find his mom's killer. That, that would make sense to me. Is that possible? That would make sense to me. Maybe. He's trying to find the vampire that created him or I mean, it would, turned him or like, something. That is Blade's shit because he's always looking for it. Like, he's, he, like you said, he's kind of Batman-y. He's always like investigating something. It just mm-hmm. has to always do with vampires. And I'm almost sure that that lady found a cure. Or she was like right on the cusp of being like, I got it. Yes. Blade, we can do this. Oh, thing. the nurse lady. The yeah. nurse lady, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she gets kidnapped here. And then Blade has no choice but to give up. And he, his, bl- his blood, he's on like a weird podium or something like that. Like, yeah, kind of like an altar, but. Yeah, kind mm-hmm. of kind of crucified in a way. Yes. And he gets stabbed by these things. Ouch. And his blood runs through this weird diagram on the floor. Yep. That's etched out. Steven Dorff is below him. And. All the blood like converges in a weird, wacky way, and then drips on Steven Dorff's forehead and into his mouth. And you're like, oh, come on. Gross. And he gets the powers of the blood god. Oh, man. Like, that just gets released? Mm hmm. 
<laughs> and, oh boy, now the, I'm scared. And now that lady somehow breaks out or comes back. I think that lady beats up Blade's mom and escapes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, they have a fight. My girlfriend can beat up your mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she basically knocks some sense into Blade. Mm-hmm. Maybe even feeds him some of that sweet, sweet, good-ass serum. Yeah. That he'd been, he been wanting. Giving some of the good juice. Right. And gets him pumped up. So he's get so he comes back into like full force to kill Steven Dorf. And soon after this, he do, I'm pretty sure he does the sweet sunglasses move. Oh yeah. Maybe she throws him his sunglasses. And then he gets a another great line or something yeah. like Well, I know the one big line at the end of the movie, which I'm excited to, to okay. spoil for you. Yeah. But there's another big fight scene. Blade has to beat up another like ten mysterious vampire SWAT team guys. Yep. Eventually gets to fight Steven Dorfskis. Mm-hmm. The boss battle. Mm-hmm. And nothing Blade does is like hurting him. They like have a sweet like sword fight. There's a moment where Blade cuts him in half. Yeah. And Steven Dorf's body like explodes out and then like <laughs> resurrects itself in. Like he just like recombobulates and himself. I feel like it's it's like one of those things too where it, like Steven Dorf is clearly kind of toying with him for a while. Like he knows that he can't, that he's, he's way powerful now. Mm-hmm. He's like, haha, joke's on you, Blade. You had your chance when I talked to you in the park. Mm-hmm. I think that lady was also working on like some super high tech UV bullets. Okay. That almost um, like made sunlight they can make sunlight yes as crazy as that sounds i think they fire sunlight <laughs> i think you're right they do have like these yeah because that's the only way they can kill steven dorf is right because like, they're different because underworld has uv bullets these ones like genuinely have like sunlight bullets yeah <laughs> so he's basically toying with blade mm-hmm. and he grabs blade's sword and is like playing with it and that's when the knife thing goes off. His hand explodes. Oh, boy. Gives Blade a moment to load that gun. Shoot Steven Dorf, but not before saying Blade's big line. Go for it, buddy. Some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to play every single great one-liner in part two of this. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Happy ending. Steven Dorf's dead. The lady comes back. They're trying to work on more serum. Blade has like a voiceover saying like, that's my work still over. Not done <laughs> There's yet. always more vampires to Blade. Well, up. we got things to do. And also, I found out my mom's alive. And there's a moment in the, the end of the movie that bookends the beginning of the movie where a, a girl asks a guy for a light. Hmm. It's the same thing that happened. It's what brought the main human guy into the nightclub to begin with. Oh, shit. But now like... Blade is here, and I think they're speaking Russian or German. He's just in another country. Yeah. So the movie cliffhangs on Blade, world traveler vampire hunter. <laughs> Where in the world is Blade San Diego? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then we get Blade 2, which is even better. Any uh, last moments or bold claims you want to make about the first Blade movie, Andy? I don't have any good bold claims. I don't remember I have enough of this to, to proclaim like Starship Trooper style mm-hmm. about some things that are very wrong. Chris Christopherson has a pretty big role in this movie. We might have glossed over some of his stuff. Mm-hmm. He's definitely working with Blade a lot and making new weapons and gadgets. Yep. He works with the lady, like, making, like, new improvised bullets. She always, like, sees something that they were missing or something that could be improved. Yeah, it's one of those, like, of course, the solution was in front of us. Right. Yeah. You just had to add the three. (laughs) Oh, the three. Why didn't I think of that? 
classic like she walks up to the chalkboard and like erases one thing and they're all like oh my gosh i should have seen it sooner right though here's one thing i forgot Ooh, okay do you remember the guy from the television show i'm stalling right now grounded for life <laughs> yeah <laughs> Did you remember yeah that movie? yep that guy with long hair yes is one of the main bad guy villains of blade really and i think he's even the guy that's in the hospital that escapes because blade is constantly like taking parts of him away he like cuts his hand off and he cuts his eyeball out no oh, man and then he like takes like a foot away there's like parts of like this guy <laughs> that he just keeps on like destroying you're going to pieces <laughs> that's good that yeah. might be in there there you go and he's just kind of like this fun character that keeps showing up as a bad guy, and he's got a fun oh, gimmick man. where this, this is bl- be good. Blade just like toying with him the whole movie. Yeah, he can kill him. He just chooses Blade, not to. Yeah. He just makes his life miserable because he can keep following him onto the next thing. Oh my gosh! Well, join us in part two. We'll see what we got right, what we got wrong, and we're gonna talk about vampires, and it's gonna be awesome. That's the name of the game. <laughs> Bringing all the strays now. She's been bitten. Should have killed her then. Yeah, I know. But I didn't. She's borderline. Another hour, she'd be well into the change. Dr. Karen Jensen, listen close. I'm gonna inject you with allium sediment, garlic. That's gonna hurt a lot. It was Quinn. Frost, little errand boy. You get a lead on him? No. Welcome back to the Kung Fu Kid podcast. We watched Blade, and he beat up a little kid. He really did. <laughs> Just, what was that about? Oh my god! There's a little girl vampire that he, that like gets the best of him. Yeah, she like starts kicking his ass, and he, he ends up like having to just kick her out of the way. It was, it was something. Yeah, it was something to see. Well, and then there's a lot of blade blade and then, fighting, and then the other the other the bad vampire mm-hmm. like. Holds a kid hostage and then throws her in front of a bus. Yeah. A lot of kids getting into weird situations. At least they're kind of like in the movie. Yeah. It's kind of all age groups encompassing film. That's kind of true. I just saw Venom last week and there are nothing but 20 year olds in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> they go to like a NASA like launch and you're like, where are the old guys? I'm like yeah. looking around like the backgrounds, like everyone's a hot model. I'm like, where's that old guy at? The one old guy <laughs> sitting back there. There should be a lot of old guys back there. Come on. <laughs> Movies? What are, get these old people in there. Old people are like Venom, no. Pass. <laughs> I don't even know if there was a kid in that movie. It was all just hot young co- guys and gals. Yeah. And Tom Hardy, who was like the oldest guy in there. He was like a grandpa compared to everyone else in that film. Ain't talking like this. <laughs> Going back to Blade, he's nine year, eight years older than his mom in this movie? Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, that's... That was a little, it was a freaky, sexy little thing with the mom going on. <laughs> yeah, that was a little, like, I thought it, I knew it happened in the film. Yeah. I didn't realize it was, like, dragged into oh making everyone just feel very uncomfortable. Oh, boy, it was something. They just want to, like, touch you in different weird ways with, like, I think that was the tagline this for this film. Yeah. Touch you in, touch you in weird ways. Weird ways. <laughs> 
this film made me so hyped up to see two. Blade though. two. Oh my god! <laughs> this film was bonkers, like yes. completely off the wall. Yeah. And it was to- totally worked. Like it knew exactly what it was. The tone was really nice. Knew what it was doing and just went for it. And they nailed it. And then I know in my heart that two does that, but just more and better. And then I can't. I'm going to definitely like watch that. This movie knows it's a movie, which yeah. is really great. Oh yeah. It even calls it out sometimes when Blade follows the nurse back to her apartment, mm-hmm. and that sh- uh, familiar cop guy comes out. And he, he doesn't have the black... He, I thought they had a little mouth thing. That, that is for sure Black Panther. Yeah. And you said that in part one. But it's just like have, they have tattoos on their back or whatever. Yeah. And Blade just like throws him through a table, throws him through a china <laughs> cabinet. And, the, and she's like, is that really necessary? Yeah, she's it's like, like, he's like this, wrecks her apartment yeah. and busting that dude up. Like, you don't have to do that extreme thing that you're doing. You're like, oh, don't break my spice rack, guy. Yeah. You're going a little <laughs> out of control here. <laughs> And when Whistler hands Blade the UV flashlight thing, Blade's like, it's a little heavy. Mm-hmm. And Whistler's just like, but you look so strong. <laughs> it was so good. Every bit of this movie was just like, it, it, just what it needed to be. Everything just felt like it was real. There's like, I like the part All where the they're, dialogue after he beats the cop familiar up, and they're like, Blade just stakes out the dude's cop car in the street. And she's like, he's not going to be dumb enough to come back to the car. And then he immediately comes back to the car and he's like, what do, you, what do you think of that? It just follows the cop. Like, it was so funny. It's, so, it's such a real dialogue movie. Yeah. It's what people would be saying in the scenes that they're in. They're not just trying to like get out exposition or make a point. They're actually talking to each other. Yes. They're like conscious that the other one like doesn't know what they're going to say, mm-hmm. which is so rare <laughs> to, yep. see, to see in a modern movie. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, there's, it's just like quips back and forth. There's a bunch of little touches, like when uh, the main bad vampire, I can't even remember. Steven Dorff and or yeah. Deacon Frost. Yeah, Dorff. Um, when he's like becoming the god, like the blood god vampire, mm-hmm. and like his two henchmen, the guy from D- Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter or whatever, and yeah, then the girl. For life. Like, they were both, like, standing like, awesome. And after a while, they're like, okay, this is getting a little intense. And then eventually they're like, I'm going to hide behind this pillar because this looks not okay. Yeah. It's a little too insane. It's a little too much for me right now. We didn't really figure out what the summoning the blood god was in no. part one. And it is very convoluted. Yes. Very, it's the one thing in this movie that's like, I don't buy it. <laughs> so, whoever, whoever in this production made the computer graphics this of is that what I'm trying to chamber get to. was real proud of it because that it's at least same five graphic times. is in this movie at least five times. I noticed that immediately. Like, they're like, <laughs> they just keep showing the same graphic. You, like, and not even like, it's not like a scene where someone sees it on a monitor. Every time it's an insert shot of the graphic. It's like, it's so obvious. It's not diegetic at all. So there are these weird scrolls that have a prophecy in them. That, and they smell like what, Brad? <laughs> they smell like vampire butt? Vampire what his ass. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen Dorff has translated them. And he has figured out that if he assembles the 12 evil vampire leader guys mm-hmm. in a circle in this one area, and... They get Daywalker blood, yep. Leslie Snipes, and they get his blood, and then they get them in the circle. And then, is there a, does it need to be at a full moon? It's like it could happen at any time. Like, you well, just gotta get those like, pieces there, together. Did the storm, it, there have to be a storm? Or was it like the, the, <laughs> the starting of the ritual yeah. caused the storm? Because they had eventually like Frankenstein some lightning to hit this thing. He's saying it's going to summon 
the blood god, mm-hmm. which I guess just possesses Stephen Dorff. It's not Maybe. an actual like vampire that they summon or no, anything. yeah. It's more of like the spirit of the thing. Mm-hmm. And apparently, anything that it touches, any person it comes around contact with, will automatically be turned into a vampire. Yeah, and that's the that's the big evil plot, <laughs> and it's found through this transcription thing, scanned into a computer and a three D rendering model. Of this, the circle and the container and all of this stuff is just rendered, and every character pretty much sees it. In the it, movie it at some like, point, it looks like a spaceship. Is I don't what know it looks what's like. happening. It looked like leftover graphics from yeah. a sci-fi film. It, as, as if like the audience had no idea what they were talking about, and, like needed confirmation. Okay, this is the main guy's plot. Mm-hmm. It seems like a bad plot for yeah. for this particular movie. Because how hard is it really to turn a human into a vampire? Right? Well, it seems super easy, right? The, the whole time, <laughs> like, Dorf's whole thing is basically like, why are we hiding from humans? We should be ruling them. But if yes. he turns everyone into vampires, there's then no nobody, one to rule. Nobody to what rule. You, like, everyone's a vampire then. Yeah. He's not special anymore. He's got conflicting. Maybe he's like the of... ultimate egalitarian. Like, yeah, he's, it's secretly, maybe. he just wants everyone to be the same. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen when. <laughs> Like, let's say he's, he succeeds. I mean, he does resent yeah. the ruling class. He resents right. the 1% guys, you know? He's trying to over... Because he himself is not a pure vampire. Yes. He's a half-breed. Mm-hmm. Much like Blade, in a way. Yeah. I don't know. If his... He got turned, I guess. Because... That's his big thing. He, he... Yeah, I guess Blade yeah. did get turned. I was kind of thinking about it. And when the Blood God comes, even the half-turned vampires will be purebred vampires, and it won't matter? I, that was Is that what confusing. happens? I'm not 100%. You just, get, you just get full on vampire? You just you get granted full vampirehood. Yeah. It'll <laughs> <laughs> let you get past the border. Yeah. You can get inside now. <laughs> you get access to that sweet 10% discount at... Oh, yeah. The pure <laughs> blood discount. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy this movie was wonderfully graphic in mm, what in the stuff so it bloody did. oh my god it was i forgot how much blood like, we talked about the blood shower in the club in mm-hmm. the beginning but like when he starts stabbing vampires with that an- anticoagulant yeah serum that the doctor lady whips up yeah so no daylight bullets no it's it's some sort of serum that when a vampire gets injected with it they explode yes and when he did have uh, bullets with garlic in them, mm-hmm. which is what he shot most of them with. Yes. Or bullets made silver out of silver. Silver and garlic, yeah. Yep. Maybe that can just kill a vampire if you hit him in the heart, I guess. I do like so how they I... repeatedly do the whole, like, crosses don't do shit. <laughs> yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> some so stuff is good and some isn't. We took all the cool stuff about <laughs> killing vampires and got rid of that other garbage. Don't worry about it. I'm Blade. <laughs> They're everywhere. Vampires. The Hominus Nocturna. We hunt them, you see, moving from one city to the next, tracking their migrations. They're hard to kill. They tend to regenerate. And I'm supposed to believe all this. Well, you already met Mr. Crispy at the hospital. What do you think? So what do you use then? Stakes? Crosses? Crosses don't do squat. Some of the legends are true, though. Vampires are severely allergic to silver. Feed them garlic and they're going to anaphylactic shock. And of course, there's always sunlight, ultraviolet rays. I got this sucker running. You want to give it a try tonight? Still heavy. But you're so big.
Yeah, like when he's got, and when he starts stabbing them, and they just blow up, and then just they a wall of blood in a weird like CG skeleton yes. thing, which looks fine because yeah. I don't know what a vampire looks like when it explodes. No, so who am I to judge? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna pick on the CG. Yeah, the CG it's wasn't fine. terrible. There's some sweet moments fine. where he like flings a guy in the, he like turns into a skeleton mid rotation in the air and like falls on like a banister. Yes, like, as, as a spine. And I was like, that's no, cool. yeah, all the vampire kills were pretty neat. <laughs> it's not bad. Um, I think like the only like not good looking CGI was during when Dorf's doing the ritual mm-hmm. and like the little goblin skeleton vampires are flying around. Yeah, that's that a looked a little Jumanji monkeys kind yeah, of quality that, that CGI. Wasn't so good. <laughs> that was very unnecessary and weird. Well, yeah, it was kind of strange. We sort of remembered the prophecy keeper, like the archivist Pearl, Pearl, the creepy Ugh. blob vampire. Not a fan. Oh my god, <laughs> looked incredible though. That was like so scary. They hit her with the UV light and mm-hmm. just like torture skin. She's like. What? Oh my god! There's something in the trivia that's saying she got that way by eating the hearts and brains of little children. Of course, <laughs> she did. <laughs> that's why it got oh to that stage. Oh my god! Because like vampires don't need to eat things; they just need to drink blood. <laughs> but this particular vampire was just oh going all god. out. If you're well acquainted with the uh, Blade comic books, let us know that. <laughs> I assume that's from the comic books because they, those things, I'm sure, get crazy. I guess it took place in New Orleans too in the comic book. This would interesting it up to New York here. I don't yeah. know. It's probably just like a cooler setting yeah and the, the city did feel like it was alive in a way like blade was around in his car it was mm-hmm. like a dodge charger or something yeah. like that he did have a car in this movie he doesn't like play into it as much they had a sped up low speed chase yeah that was odd it was a little was weird a odd part of the film i feel like they just sort of threw it in there like yeah we once might not have a chase real quick mm-hmm. but i guess it's a superhero movie yeah throw a chase in there. yeah but it was no sign he's got a cool car mm-hmm. um yeah, Whistler definitely died in this one. I oh, know we were yeah. talking about Blade. He's in Blade 2. Mm-hmm. And they, like, straight up, he, like, just... He gets stomped on real bad by Steven Dorf. Yeah, and then they... I, I was... I thought... When Blade shows up, he finds, like, the chair covered in a bloody tarp. Mm-hmm. And you can clearly tell he's under there. And it looks like... It just looks like they've removed his face when the tarp is on him. Because there's blood just where his face would be. And then he starts pulling it off, and I was like, he's just gonna be defaced, dude. Don't do that. And then he goes, <laughs> no, he's just beat up. Great actor, Chris Christopherson. Oh my gosh, he so believable. That role. Yeah, just the the bitter old guy. Yeah, he gets it. He's got a sweet like knee brace. Mm-hmm. I like when he's dying of cancer. That's just another thing that's happening. Yep, and he just doesn't give a shit anymore because vampires killed his family and he's dying of cancer. Why yeah. not? Uh, I did also like when after he beats up the police familiar and he like Blade just like steals his money and his watch and stuff. Yes. And she's like, "What are you? What are you doing?" He's just like, "Look, I." Don't know. I don't have a job. Like, this is how, how do you think I afford all my guns and shit? Like, <laughs> it's a great, you know, throwaway There's line that justifies bits, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, how does Blade have all the sweet stuff? Okay, there it is. Yeah. Know? Um, and when like the lab is getting assaulted, like Whistler just like he like realizes he's like, oh shit, just turns around and just pulls a shotgun out of a light from nowhere. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he's got these hidden guns yeah. all over his place. Just whips that out and blows away a couple of regular dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blade also gets his materials from I'm what assuming is his brother or it's somebody hmm. like in a shop. Oh. That has like apothecary things and he's in on the know on vampires. Yeah. And him and Blade have like a deal worked out or whatever and they have like a sweet handshake. 
I don't, that, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering what that relationship is. If that scene related, reminded like, me very much a... like I'm one of like ten people that actually watched Constantine. <laughs> I liked like Constantine. It's like yeah, there's like yeah. the crazy like antiques dealer guy yes. in the underworld in that movie, and it reminded me a lot of that kind of role where he's like he's just the guy who deals in supernatural. John Wick has items. that same thing. Men in Black has that same thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which I I did really enjoy that part. We just like oh let's get some supplies from my dude. I have a guy for yeah. that. <laughs> Blade just has a guy for that. It's where he goes to get his serum, mm-hmm. and that's what why he's he leaves Stephen Dorff and the the nurse alone to Whistler go, to, go nurse, to that stuff. Yeah, yeah. but then like Stephen Dorff and him have that meeting in the park, and things just get out of control. She gets kid- kidnapped. Blade does end up just getting lured there to save her, I guess, and yeah. kill them. Steven Dorff leaves a message like, I'll be here. I'll be at 615 <laughs> Six, Eastside <five>, Apartments. <laughs> yeah, I'll be at 612 Wharf Avenue. Just come on in. Passwords, artichoke. <laughs> <laughs> Blade's like, all right, I'm going. So Blade goes there, and he just beats up a bunch of people, but oh, they're man. somehow still surprised, like Blade's there. They're but, like, oh my gosh, yeah. Blade's here, and he somehow managed to kill all our goons again for the fifth time. <laughs> yeah, we didn't expect this? What's happening? This, this, I, There was a, a, a second where I was thinking about that one episode of True Blood I've seen, where all the SWAT dudes are just getting destroyed by vampires yeah. until eventually they call a truce and everyone leaves. And this one, there are so many vampire security dudes that mm-hmm. just get wasted. 88 deaths, I'm like, according to the trivia. I'm like, movie. who's one, who's training them because they're doing a bad job? <laughs> And two, who keeps signing up for this job? If you're right. a vampire, like, dude, keep a, keep yeah, just keep on the down low because you live forever. Then don't sign up for the job where you're going to end up dying as an like an eternal vampire. Mm-hmm. Come on. And if I get turned into a vampire, I'm going to learn martial arts. Like first oh, thing, you gotta. That's yeah. I'm, how am I going to stay alive for the next step one hundred years? You know, <laughs> what's the deal? What are these vampires doing? Just hang out at nightclubs all day? A couple, yeah, take yeah. Some, that was... Take some nights off and do some, you know, some self defense classes. Yeah, Tra- I did. I get a little bit of training. <laughs> I also loved that, like. Uh, Steven Dorf is just introduced as basically just a vampire nightclub owner. Mm-hmm. And the reason, like, he's originally called in front of, like, the Vampire Council because they're annoyed because his nightclubs are so popular that it's, like, Attracting threatening. Attention. Yeah, it's a threatening the secrecy of the vampire world. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm a, a successful entrepreneur. It's not my fault. I'm going to take this council out. I'm done with them. <laughs> and he just takes care of that guy. Oh, Udo, Udo Kerr, 264 IMDb credits for that man. Holy cow, really? He's been in everything. He's, he's, one of the, he's another one of those that guys. <laughs> he's been in everything. He's just in the background of so many movies. Mm-hmm. His death when they haven't watched The Sunrise, it was pretty it was cool. weird. I thought it was cool. cool. Like, There's a lot of chest openings yes, there in is. this film. A lot of people opening their own shirts or other people's shirts. Oh, yeah. I know Stephen Dorff opens both his shirt and Blade's shirt and probably his own shirt. Yep. And a few other shirts. I'm sure that's a thing. When Blade finally goes shirtless, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is what I've been waiting for the whole movie. What, what, what took so long? <laughs> I feel like that had to have been like first day shot one. <laughs> he got into like the best shape of his life. It was yeah. either the last day or the first day. <laughs> and like that's the one time Wesley Snipes pops that shirt off. Yeah. He, like, and he looks awesome. Oh, man. He looks, he looks perfect for this role. Yeah. His like face, everything he does is so perfect for blade like it fits so well and i i do have a hard time believing this would have been nearly as successful if anyone else had tried to do it denzel washington and lawrence fishburne were the other two considerations those both would have been strange (laughs) (laughs) i don't think it would have worked yeah i don't think they could ham it up enough for it i mean you pick the guy that knows martial arts that's why exactly wesley was born to play, play blade yeah 
Was he modeled after the cartoon character? Was the cartoon character modeled after Wesley Snipes? That would not surprise me. <laughs> it seems like it's very close. Yeah. They're like, who could we get to play Blade? Oh, yeah. The guy that we <laughs> modeled Blade after. Created Blade hmm. because That works. Uh, I was a little taken aback when they put him in the sarcophagus thing for the yeah. thing. And he just starts bleeding everywhere. I was he like, does. holy hell. Like... It didn't look like some crazy torture chamber device. It was just like a smooth cut, like probably out of foam. And like they have him stand in it and it closes on him. And you're like, okay, that's fine. And then, and then just blood starts pouring out. And then mm-hmm. after he's released, they wrists. realize they just like straight up open his wrists in there somehow. Yeah. But I was like, oh God. Like that was the one moment I was actually a little queasy. I was like, this, this is, is too a much blood. lot of blood. And he's just alive in there. And that's a blood. Ever- oh no. So when he gets out, he doesn't get injected with like a better or more serum, like they said in part one. Yeah. He just straight up, the, the nurse lets him bite her. Yeah. And just oh, feast and they on have that the blood. most erotic vampire it's, scene they ever. Might as well in, and I'm including Twilight. <laughs> they might as well be banging at this point. Oh, she keeps being like, "Don't stop, don't stop," and you're like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> I was like, "What is happening?" It goes on for a while, a long time. Yeah, there. It's just metaphorical boning. For oh sure. my god, yeah, it's happening. Yeah, and as was as I expected, it was set. You know, the backdrop to that scene is it's intercut with. The dude setting up his crazy vampire demon ritual mm-hmm. and the crazy techno music over all of it. Just the entire time. It was great. I loved every minute of this movie. <laughs> Given those parts where I was like, nah, the, there is one single moment I did not care for, actually. I take back my statement hmm. where I said I loved every single moment. There was a one single moment could be. I didn't care for. Was it the part where... Um, it's early in the movie. Early in the movie, when <laughs> the all that stuff's awesome. Can't be that stuff. Uh, that then he goes there, and that's cool. Was it the relationship between the nurse and him? That was a good dialogue scene. It was the bloody corpse. Well, the burned corpse. It was the, the burned burn corpse? corpse. The burned corpse. It was the burned corpse. Got where it. got there when the burned corpse leaps up. And bites bites discount Nathan Fillion, mm-hmm. and she her face is just devoid of reaction. It like cuts to her, and she's like watching this, like, huh, interesting. And I'm like, you're in a morgue. A body that was charged just jumped up and <laughs> ate your friend's yeah. neck. Yeah. What what are you doing? And then like after it's done, she's like, oh god, and like panics and runs away. But her one reaction when it happened, I was like, maybe this was an early shoot day, and she didn't like, you know, like she's also like at the end of a the long shift. I guess I don't that's know. true. She was about to leave. And I, I just, have like, to rewatch that there. scene in particular. But she does straight up get bit, and she is turning into a vampire. Yeah, they think they can stop it, which is kind of a neat idea that mm-hmm. I totally forgot about. Like you can come back from being a vampire. Yeah, they like inject her with garlic, mm-hmm. and it's kind of neat because you see like smoke starts coming out of the bite holes in her neck and stuff. Um, and it like may or may not work. It's kind of untested. Yeah. They haven't used it a lot. She could still be a vampire. Whistler says if she does turn, just shoot yourself. Get a gun. Yep. He like tells you. Yeah, he tells her that. He's like, yeah, you might still become a vampire. We really don't know. This is mm-hmm. we're playing it by ear. <laughs> but she ends up. Does she end up curing herself? I'm a little. I don't wish, think she, she did. On that one. She invented. The... She's looking for a serum the whole time to help Blade. Yes. She basically invents the cure for vampirism. vampirism. Mm-hmm. And. And he he she can give it to Blade, but it will just totally make him human. Yep, she tells so, him like you will lose all your everything, all yeah. your special powers will be gone. You'll be one hundred percent human. Cool will and, be 
gone. And like we saw how human, what happens to humans in this vampire world. They have no chance. No. And so he's like, mm, I guess I'll just keep being a vampire then. The yeah. Walker. At the end of the movie, he's just like, make a stronger serum. Yep. <laughs> I got work to do. There's too much, too many vamps to kill still. It's pretty neat that that cure exists. I don't think it gets pulled out in two and three of the, the movies that gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. But you you can get cured. You can not be a vampire Thanks anymore. to her. You know, I'm sure hundreds of years people have been looking for this cure. She did it in like a week. Mm-hmm. She was like, bam, 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 I'm a genius. Yeah. She, well, I mean, she had to do it to cure herself. Yeah. I guess when your life's on the line, you have... <laughs> Although she would have had a lot of time if she just let herself turn into a vampire. That's true. But... <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to have to live with the guilt of having drunk other blood. Can I ask you a question? Of course. How does one become a purebred vampire? What does that mean? I mean... There's the 12 guys in here yeah. that were somehow born vampires. I mean, I assume... How does like, that Okay, work? so when a, when a mommy vampire and a daddy vampire... <laughs> yeah, but what happened, how did they get made? How did the mommy and the daddy get made? Yeah, I don't... Like, what came first, the chicken egg vampire or the chicken vampire? I mean, I have to assume... Well, I, yeah, I don't know how did vampires they come out, Did they come out of eggs? They imply it also that like they are like ancient families so i assume it's one of those just like oh we're like the old money and like if you're if you're go back we can trace our vampire lineage back 12 generations and like it's just a whole there is like is no such thing as pure blood Mm. because someone someone had to get turned at some point although yeah where was the original vampire right was it like a a disease that just happened oh yeah someone was born with it Maybe, Maybe it was Maybelline. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, never know. But Blade is sweet. It's got its own tone. It yes. still is awesome. This, Twenty years later, it's so weird watching the this. tone of this movie is good. Yeah, thinking about all the other superhero movies that had come out yeah. around this movie and how absolutely different this film is. It's mm-hmm. so stand apart from everything. Without else. a doubt, and it fits in. I think it fits in so well with what's happening right now, like with mm-hmm. the new Guardians. With, yeah, with Venom coming out and all this stuff, it makes so much... Like, I feel like this movie just ended up being, you know, 18 years ahead of its time almost. Oh, my gosh. If this movie came out today with just better CG, yep. you wouldn't know the difference. No. You would actually think it was awesome because the dialogue is well-written and the characters have motivations and stakes yep. and They'd be things like, are happening. You'd be like, it's Underworld, but oh, better. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, you get you can pull in that entire fan base. Like, they, why, you need to get on a new Blade. And they shot four of those Underworlds. They couldn't make one of them as good yeah. as Blade? Come it's on. crazy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, the, it was, was fantastic. It's so, It was so fun to watch, and it made me so excited to watch Blade 2, which I think is on Netflix, so I'm going to just watch that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. Blade. It's what's for dinner. Ooh. Is it though? That's I eat it while I watched it while I ate dinner. Does it mean you're eating a blade, or does that mean oh. you're like a vampire feasting on a person? Going back on the blade thing, I did make a missed call with the blade exploding and hurting Stephen Dorff. At that point in the movie, they already figured out the tricks of the blade. Yeah, that almost can, they happened, could, and they could turn it off. And you think it's gonna, and then he's like, click, yeah. turns out the button. He's like, I know your tricks, boy. Mm-hmm. I've been watching you forever. There's even a part where he like pulls out the serum that isn't the serum. It's the stuff yes. that explodes vampires. And I bet you're aching to have some of this serum blade. And, and you're he's like, like, go ahead and try some. And he's like, nah, I'll stick to the real thing. And that, and that's how they end up beating Dorf. Is right. Blade just like ninja chucks mm-hmm. like six of those. Coag- coagulant uh, just like beethoven it was just like beethoven 
<laughs> Same movie, really. Yeah. Uh, and you know, he just turns into a giant blob and explodes in another sea of blood. It was amazing. Mm, yes. I needed more. I, I wanted more blood. There was one fun blood part where he's fighting the two good ninja SWAT team members, mm-hmm. and he used the serum on them. Yeah. And he kind of just walks away because the deeds are done. And the one on the floor explodes and blood like shoots <laughs> upwards, and then moments later, the, there's one on the left and like blood shoots out that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was perfect time. It was great too because that was the most blade version of the cool guy walking away from an explosion because right. he doesn't look back. He like they just explode behind him, and mm-hmm. he's he's too cool to watch them explode. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. The movie is so cool. And they did have a sunglasses scene. It wasn't the mm. one I was thinking of, which is it's Blade the same. Too. Yeah, I'm sure it's I think like the one of his signature in Blade poses. Too as well, okay. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm sure it's just a signature movie does, but it, he does do like the sunglasses out to the side and reaches in and puts them on. There's but, a very straight up comic book stance where the nurse is trying to get away and talks to Whistler and Blade silently lands behind oh, her yeah. and stands up and just crosses his arms real cool. <laughs> yes. And you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing oh, back there, gosh. Blade? <laughs> yeah. And there's so many bits, like, after he finishes, like, the last guy off in a fight, he'll turn and do, like, a crazy sword move or something and then pose and pause. And it would seem so goofy if it wasn't Blade. Yeah. But Wesley Snipes makes it work so well. Every time you're just you're like, yeah, this is a comic come to life. It's so good. <laughs> So good. Oh my gosh. Blade. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> Just what are you doing? Go watch what are you it. Doing? Oh my gosh. What are you doing even? <laughs> Go watch this blade even. Blabber and blabber sky. Even. Heavens to Murgatroy. Watch Blade. Jeez. Watch it even. Watch it even. <laughs> what are you doing? Be like Snagglepuss and go watch Blade. <laughs> Thanks for listening to that episode. If you have questions or comments on this or any other past episode, email us, whatwerememberpodcast at gmail.com. For our 69th episode, the movie has the tagline, Get Wild. We remember wild things. We come to the halfway point of our senior seminars. Our guests today come from the Blue Bay Police Department. Why don't we begin with a question? What is a sex crime? Not getting any. Welcome to the town of Blue Bay. Hi, Mr. Lombardo. Hi, girls. So where's your hose, Mr. Lombardo? Where innocence can seduce. He started rubbing my shoulders. Accusations can destroy. I'm innocent. You guys do sex crimes, right? When was this that Sam Lombardo gave you the ride? Did Sam Lombardo rape you? Yeah, okay, he did. He pushed me to the floor. And appearances can deceive. Kelly said that we should do this to hurt Mr. Lombardo. She found out that Mr. Lombardo was in love with her mom, and that was it. You stay here! You know how my mom's paying you off? She's breaking my trust. We bought it hook, line, and sinker. Now they're getting away with $8 million of Sandra Van Ryan's money. You want my gut? There's more to this story than you know. Woo! After tonight, three of us not to be seen together again. After tonight? I was curious about how you see things working out for you and Sam and Susie. Excuse me? I mean, it's hard enough for one person to keep a secret, let alone three. Especially when two of them are in love. You don't really think Kelly and Sam are going to share that money with you, do you? 
Leave me alone. There is no case. Get out of these people's lives. Sam, I'm really nervous. I need you to be there for me tonight. We gotta stick to the plan. There's no one to trust. You can trust me. <laughs> Or is it just for boys?